Hello and welcome. This is Communication Means Talking Together. My name is Arjun Bakshi. Let's learn a little bit about communication skills, leadership skills, and really how you'd like to improve your life, your career, and your outlook. Let's start. You've all heard the terms optimism, cynicism, and realism, right? The shorthand for each being with optimism is the glass half full with cynicism the glass is half empty and with realism the glass has 110 milliliters of water in it or however many ounces that translates to you get the idea kidding aside there's perspectives to any situation there's a perspective that's that tries to see the upside to things the perspective that's cautionary perhaps even looking at the downside and then there's the perspective that tries to take emotion out of it altogether neither doomsday nor complete victory something perhaps in the middle and so it's worth discussing that in today's world especially the world of work which perspective do you want to include and perhaps if you find yourself not quite fitting too neatly in either of the three which for recap purposes were optimism cynicism or, pe- uh, or or pessimism and realism if you feel like you're not clear cut in one one of those three uh wh- where where should you go and how should you handle the situation so let's let's dive right into it if we think about first and foremost what it takes to be successful in a project it takes a kind of persistent effort an effort that is grounded in reality no doubt but definitely with a strong dose of motivation and inspiration from the leader or perhaps cheerleaders of the team there's no denying that without that difficult projects projects that can have conflict involved bickering different needs and opinions clashing that positive emotion is necessary not just to make people feel good but also and this is proved by studies people need to remember what the purpose of the project is altogether and sometimes the best way to inspire and motivate someone is to remind everybody that's gathered and perhaps that are bickering and in conflict that we're really all in this together we're all trying to achieve the same thing just coming at it from different directions and when you reestablish that when you reestablish the successes of the, of the team and underscore the trust that each team member has gained from their peers over a period of time it helps people realize that the other person is not the enemy merely someone with a different point of view so you can see here that it's not about optimism is not about putting on rose colored glasses and not seeing the world for what it is but rather for reminding people of the best parts of themselves and that's not something that we can throw out so absolutely in order to keep some amount of alignment some amount of groundedness and some amount of forward momentum we have to have a dose 
of optimism. Now let's look at pessimism and cynicism. And on further reflection, those aren't quite the same thing. Pessimism tends to mean something along the lines of, oh, this is not going to succeed for X, Y, and Z reasons. Whereas cynicism is something a little bit more dire, like things will never go well. It's much more absolute and, like I said earlier, doomsday-like. So let's put aside cynicism for a minute. Let's focus on pessimism. There's going to be those team members that are, due to their caution, due to risk averseness, concerned that a particular approach to a project or the project altogether has many risks involved. And this can sometimes, to a more optimistic, gung-ho type person, seem like a party pooper, seem like someone who's putting, pulling the air out of the, the balloon and, you know, sucking the joy out of the room, if you will. But actually, this shouldn't be brushed aside. Risk assessment is something that every team needs, so long as it is grounded, so long as it is to help people course correct rather than completely you know, undo good, strong effort. Risk assessment should be welcomed, provided it is done in a manner that is neutral, that does not involve any finger pointing. That's usually what goes wrong with risk assessment, the finger pointing aspect. And ultimately, that it guides the team, again, the collective as a whole, in a better, more helpful direction. So to recap so far, the optimism is this energy, this fuel, driving us forward, giving us momentum, giving us energy, hopefully helping us get from point A to point B, even when the road is bumpy. And there will always be bumps in the road, no matter what amount of effort is put into planning. The pessimism, or as they would prefer, objectivism, though we all know they're different, can be, in this analogy, thought of as the steering wheel, the brake, perhaps. You have to have those aspects of a vehicle, making sure we're not going too fast, literally or otherwise, that we're not, you know, taking the wrong direction and going too far into a particular direction, you know, such that it cannot be corrected upon the uncovering of new information or changing outside circumstances. So if you think about it, it's funny, but the two types of personalities or energies we've discussed so far, going with the analogy of driving, two very different kinds of drivers, right? The person that's all about, let's get in the car, let's go, maybe, you know, gun the engine a little bit, a little bit of bravado. And the other side perhaps very cautious, looking at the map, looking at the clock, looking in every single direction, making sure we're not breaking any rules, breaking any laws. Not to say that the more gung-ho driver would do that, but there is an emphasis that the, the other person has on risk assessment and risk avoidance that the first person doesn't quite match. And of course, if, if there is a shortage of time, shortage of momentum. You need the person gunning the engine to move the entire vehicle forward. So the two are really very good yin and yang here. You might feel that 
in the course of this discussion, I've sort of blended the pessimist and the realist into one. And to be fair, I actually believe they are. I really do. The, the reason is I took the cynicism out of the picture. Cynicism is where, and this is very rare in my experience, cynicism is where people feel things will never work, right? And that's, of course, something that any good leader wants to weed out of their team. No question. Because that, that is neither based in reality, nor is it helpful for momentum moving forward, nor is it a simple course correction, which the objectivist is trying and the risk-averse person is trying to inject into the system. So then the question is, let's say you have 16 members. You're the leader, total people seven. Half your team is more on the optimistic, forward-thinking side. The other side is more on the objectivist, risk-averse side. So first of all, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a good thing to call the things by the right label. So I'm going to, at this point, entirely abandon the terms that we've used so far and relabel the two sides. So what we've called the positivist, uh, optimistic person, I'm going to call those people momentum-focused persons. Okay? Their goal is momentum. Move forward. Stay together. Okay? Be strong. Be brave. Move forward. The other side, though they are not against momentum, their focus is risk assessment. So they are risk-focused people. Actually, they're focused on the risk because they want to avoid it. So now look at those two groups again, the momentum-focused people and the risk-focused people. Giving them the right name, doesn't it already seem like we have a better handle on whom we're dealing with? It is a good balance the combination of the momentum focus and the, and the risk focus, hopefully in roughly equal format, in, in roughly equal numbers, let's say. And if both sides can agree on the mission of things, some basic data, and what the deliverables and, and uh, obstacles are, together we get enough high-level creative thinking from the momentum-focused people the sort of people-oriented information that you need to make a project work, the relationship building. And on the other side of the table, you have the number crunching, you have the risk assessment, you have the timelines, and you have the analysis needed to make sure that we don't have a bumpy landing towards the end of the project. So there you have it, folks. Every project has a certain amount of risk, so you need the right people making the right assessments to give you the data you need. And every project needs just enough momentum, just enough creativity and people-centeredness for it to have heart and soul and for helping people stay focused even when things look quite gloomy. And so perhaps the yin-yang image is the best way to think about this. No momentum-focused person is entirely risk-oriented. They take the, the balanced ones anyway. They take the right amount of risk, just what's necessary to give a certain edge, but it's based on some kind of fuzzy logic, if you will. And it's not something necessarily 
that is trying to put everybody else in jeopardy. So that would not be a good way to label them. Whereas labeling the risk-averse person as a stick in the mud is harmful to the relationship. Because think about it this way. Their goal is to make sure that the team gets to the finish line without unforeseen circumstances, derailing whatever momentum has been accomplished. So with that, you as the leader, bring out the best in both sides. Know that both sides have have shared qualities with each other and everybody by the end of it wants to succeed. Thank you for joining us this week with Communication Means Talking Together. Join us every week and we can also be in touch via email or through our social media. Go to our website cultureofspeak.com for more details and see you next week. Goodbye for now.